0: welcome to true spirituality network we are focused on spreading the gospel of god's love across the world the bible says there is no fear in love and perfect love casts out every fear as you feed on god's love for you allow his love to cast out every fear worry and anxiety god loves you Let's try again the book of Matthew chapter 25. Now, Matthew chapter 25 is one of these portions in the scripture that people always misquote a lot. So, parable of the ten virgins, and then the, for a start, I'm just going to read from verse 1. The Bible says, At the time, the kingdom of heaven will be likened to ten virgins who took their lambs and went to the meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five of them were wise. Stop for a start. In some places, they interpret it to be, said, oh my God, you have to be wise and then don't be foolish. And then some people interpret it to be, said, okay, the five virgins have to be in code. They are believers. I mean, they said 10 virgins, they are believers. <laughs> then I said, uh, it's only five, they were wise. And they will not say five fifty percent of believers will make it. 50% of believers will make it. That is incorrect and not scriptural and not accurate. You can't tell me Jesus died for 50% of believer. <laughs> Do you understand? Very simple. To make heaven, to be saved, to be born again, you just have to believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Confess with your mouth, believe in your heart, and then you'll be saved. Don't complicate the simplicity of God. Salvation is readily made available. Don't make it difficult for people. Do you understand? So, this five um, story of ten virgins, people misquote it as well. And then they say, Well, um, some people are wise. And then some places as well, they say, Well, the oil is the Holy Spirit. And then the Holy Spirit is, le- and then they run out of oil. That means you're telling me the Holy Spirit, people can leak from this. You know, I preached about this before one time like that. When believers think they are leaking. And this happens because of religious mentality. Sorry, I'm about to scatter so many people's theology right now so many people have religious mentality they feel like mm, in some day they are more spiritual or they are more in quote high in the spirit in some day they are low in the spirit in some day they are, no it's your feeling your feeling may change but your spiritual identity can never change <sighs> powerful now because in some religious setting an average denomination has a yearly event they do that it's always only around that yearly event season that people always get serious with their spiritual life after that season of that in quote yearly event everybody go back to what they are doing before so you see, in some places the people don't in quotes, think it is okay to separate themselves apart from fasting period in that denomination. In some places they feel as if it's not that a particular time of the year they don't need to be spiritual, so they can live their life. But at that time, everybody gets yours, everybody. Does. So you think at times you are leaking, you can't leak. Do I tell you something? For every time you know, I started preaching one time last year about the fact that you can heal the sick, raise the dead, and then people got that they went to go and heal the sick, and I told I said there is no difference between what you are doing now and what you could have done since day you got saved you may not take authority but you have the authority you've always had it everybody listen to me right now you can heal the sick if somebody is sick around you and you know them it's not because you can't it's because you are not it's like praying in tongues so people say well me i don't believe in praying in tongues." exactly you can choose not to pray in, it, pray in tongues but if you have the me you have the ability to pray in tongues so you are not leaking it's an insult for you to say you are leaking by the Holy spirit said you've been sealed with the promise of the Holy Ghost, you are sealed. Why we say you are leaking? For it's it's such a, a wrong theology. But in God, there are days I don't feel as if I mean I don't pray for three days. I don't think of hey, Yes, there are times. What well, then what do you do? You beat up yourself in the most holy faith. Allow your feeling, allow your mind to catch up with your spirit. It doesn't mean you leak in the spirit, and then you're not will God should refill you, and then you leak, and then God will refill you. Then you are saying the work of God is imperfect. That, that's an insult. The Bible says in the book of for Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 that blessed be the Lord of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in the past with all spiritual blessings. The Bible says in the book of John chapter 1 it says of his fullness full, fullness have you received. You are not leaking. Anyway, that's even my message. If you've been following back to back, you understand that part. But So verse 2, so 10 virgins, people misquote it a lot because the Bible says five of them are foolish, five of them are wise. So people just begin to say, well, um, so that means, um, at the end of the day, um, ten people. I mean, fifty percent of believers may make it, and then fifty percent may not make it. And then you should understand what the scripture was saying in the context. And then that's the popular general story. I know there's another, um, there's another general um, interpretation for this particular place. So people say something like well um um the the ten virgins be- refers to believer and then the oil is a symbol of the holy spirit and then if the oil is running out that means you are running out of the Holy spirit and then in the five foolish virgin that means they exhausted their land that means they they went out of the holy Spirit, and they say something like okay well at the end of the day they didn't make it that's an insult to what jesus did on the cross you are telling me that the work of Jesus is not finished if you are saved born again tongue in with <laughs> the holy ghost i'm telling you there's something called you are leaking you may ignore and forsake spirituality at the point of your life and start living carnally. And start living really by things you see. But it doesn't change who you are in the spirit. It doesn't change who you are in the spirit. You are not born of the flesh. You are born of the spirit and God is spirit. That is who you are. It doesn't change who you are. Your identity cannot change in the spirit it's like when a sinner is a sinner it doesn't matter what good works you do as a sinner you are still a sinner by the same token when you got saved you received the life of christ you are not righteous and that's your identity it doesn't matter what you do that's still your identity and these are just basic things every believer should do anyway i don't want to stay too long so people just generally interpret this and say well that's the holy spirit i humbly submit to you that's a wrong interpretation <laughs> that's a very very wrong interpretation and let me just quickly prove that to you now if you go to verse 3, matthew chapter 25 Bible says the foolish ones took their lamp listen everybody but did not take any oil with them now most people interpret this to say something like well and they run out of oil they did not carry oil no 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 they did not take any oil at the first place they did not take any oil they had a lamp that can host oil that can take oil but they never they never took any oil this is powerful actually if you neglect verse 3 then you can, in quote, mix and then misinterpret it and say, Well, that, they are talking about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. If you go to verse 7 and verse 8, the Bible says, Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps, and the foolish said to the wise, Give us your oil, for our lamps have gone out. Give us your oil as our lamp have gone out. Should I tell you something? What really make these people foolish at the first place is because they had equal opportunity to take oil in the beginning, but they didn't take it. What makes the wise virgin wise is because they took oil. What makes the foolish virgin because they didn't take oil? And for his start, he's not talking to in quote, in quote, believers that we call them virgins, not bride. We are the bride, the church is the bride ah sorry that may go against the theology the church is the bride jesus is our bridegroom these are virgins (laughs) so this is not oh my god thank you so much um, for posting it. i think this will just make it easy so you can't go with the general opinion that well the oil is the holy spirit because they never took oil because if you say the oil is the holy spirit that means verse 3 says did not take any of them that means you will say well they didn't receive the baptism of the holy spirit that kind of thing you understand know what i mean right and then you know in some places again they say something like well these people are foolish virgins and then they fall into sin the Bible never says sin here this is not a matter of sin or no sin here in some places they elevate sin over what Jesus has done and then you give sin so much attention and then you you are amazed that most of your church members they are still falling into sin it's because you have turned sin to a to a series in your church Rather than telling people who they are in Christ and proclaiming their liberty in Christ. ah, I also went this to communicate my time. <laughs> Alright. So basically, this foolish virgin basically refers to people that Jesus died for but they refused to receive receive the gift of salvation. The holy will never refer to, to, to the Holy Spirit because obviously they never take. They did not take with them. Even though they had the opportunity to, they did not take. And I can still prove that to you, by the way. I can still prove that to you. I can actually prove that to you. So you if you say this particular place is talking about them and then you're saying it's the Holy Spirit, then if they did not take their lamp, then you're saying they did not take the Holy Spirit. <laughs> so either that way, they were not saved. So it's a parable to add to that. You know, people just have a way of just interpreting the, in quotes, the unfavorable part of the scriptures to be, in quotes, for them and then the favorite part, maybe they don't deserve it or when it comes to God's judgment people think they are in for it when it comes to God's favor they think they have to beg God for it <laughs> so I think in this context to make it easy the gospel is all about good news the Bible says now these three things will remain faith hope and love the greatest of them is love most of your preachings have to be surrounded or have to be backed up or have to point people to faith hope and love if you preach condemnation, much more. If you preach, If all you preach is judgment, condemnation, then you are not preaching the gospel. The gospel is simply the good news. When you preach things like this in your scripture and it's not bringing good news, if it's bringing fear, you should sit down and rightly divide the word of truth. The Bible makes us understand. If you say Jesus, or basically anything you call the oil, and say it runs out, then it negates what Jesus said in the book of John. Jesus was saying, Whosoever drink out of this water shall test no more. You can't take out of the water of Jesus and you are still testy. That's not the Jesus we serve. Do you understand know what I'm talking about? You can't take out of the water of Jesus and test again. That's what Jesus told you in the book of John, chapter 4. I have so many things to say. Are you all falling? Like I, I told you guys, we are running ahead of time. So I'm just trying to say so many things in, in little time. Anyway, let, let me wrap up. So basically, this is not talking about the oil, talking about the Holy Spirit. Because if you say the Holy Spirit, then you are ignoring verse 3. And then if the Holy Spirit doesn't leak. Holy Spirit is as been given to us as a seal. If you read the book of the book of, it should be Ephesians chapter one, I believe. I believe it should be Ephesians chapter one. We talked about Father. Yeah, it should be Ephesians one thirteen, I believe. Talk about for that, the Holy Spirit has given to us as a seal of redemption. Seal is a seal. Is a seal. If you read the book of 2 Corinthians 1, verse 22, the Bible says he has identified us as his own by placing the Holy Spirit in our hearts as the first installment that guarantees everything he has promised us. So when you read Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13, I found it. Ephesians 1, 13, the Bible makes us understand that after that he had had the word of truth, the gospel of salvation, in whom after you believed, you were sealed. Yeah, this was what I was looking for. You were sealed with the promise or better say with the holy spirit of promise so this 10 virgin experience is not talking about you as a believer not making it and then they say well god will help us don't let us fall from grace so when people say so many things in the scripture they don't the mean i'm going to tell you what it means to fall from grace from the bible everything i'm saying since morning i'm pointing to the bible now john chapter 4 i'm saying so many things so just fly john chapter 4 verse 14 the bible says "Whosoever drink of the water that i shall give him shall never test so when jesus gives you water you can never run out of it that's awesome when jesus gives you water you can never run out of it you will test no more so if you tell me that this guy has gone out of oil and you're telling me jesus was the one that gave them this oil or you said they are a believer and then not want to avoid you are negating what jesus himself said if you drink out of the water of jesus if jesus gives you the oil you shall never run out of it so i think the clearest and the easiest way to explain this is to say those that refuse the oil that didn't take the oil and those that received to be saved that refused to be saved or better still that didn't agree to be saved it can oil can never be the holy spirit here if you mean the holy spirit that's why say they didn't take the holy spirit with them is that what you mean can you give somebody the holy spirit is the holy spirit shareable that's not what he's talking about but if you say salvation because if you say it's oil is holy spirit then you are telling me again that the holy spirit can finish from people's lamp it doesn't work like that. But you got the Bible says to fall from grace. What about Judas? How about no, 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 no? Read your Bible. <laughs> Let me just finish here. I'll t- I'll show you what it means to fall from grace. According to the scripture. But you got the Bible says to him, "Who overcome?" And eh, I will, think- will show you what it means. I have so many things to say in few time. Let's just continue. So just keep it to heart that the Holy is not without the Holy Spirit. For you to think it's the Holy Spirit, it still answer your question. In verse three. I said They did not take any oil, so that means they did not take any spirit. That means they were not even saved if he says the Holy Spirit, so do you understand what I'm talking about anyway? Finally, keep this to heart. So, I strongly think to preach and to be consistent with the gospel truth, words of faith, hope, and love. These five, in quote, foolish virgin were those that were rejected or that refused to take oil, that refused to accept the oil of salvation, that refused to be saved. The wise, they have a lamp. Your word is a lamb to my feet and a light unto my path. And then they accepted oil to their lamp. They accepted oil of salvation in their heart. And that's why when the bridegroom came, the bridegroom came for them. Finally, I want to show you one last verse in Matthew 25. Jesus said in verse 12, He said, But he replied, Truly I don't, truly I tell you, I don't know you. Now, people always ignore places like this in the scripture. If you right now, everybody connected right now, you are born again. Do you think... I just want to ask you a very honest question. Jesus can tell you, look you in the face and say, I don't know you. If you say yes, then you are not born again. <laughs> everybody connected right now, I know some of you. I've never met some of you before, but I know you. I can't deny that I don't know you. I know Noble Queen. I know Timmy. I've never met Timmy face to face. I know Taiwo. I've seen Taiwo before. I've never met Sunday face to face. I know... I've never met... Wally face to face, I've most of you have never met face to face, but I can't say I never knew you. I can't say I don't know you. For you to think Jesus can look at your face and tell you I don't know you, then you you we should take what you believe. We should take if you were really saved in the first place. But you can the Bible says the book of Matthew chapter 7 that, well, in the last days, many will say, Lord, we have done this in your name. Okay, like I said, I want to really just use this opportunity to answer a difficult question from the scripture. So, everybody just likes, just will continue. So, we are going from here straight into Matthew chapter 7 from verse 21. The Bible says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Stop. I'm trying to take time to explain this thing to make you understand the nature of God is love. If anybody preaches otherwise, you should be wise enough to not accept. Paul said if anybody preaches any other gospel of the gospel of Christ, let him be accursed. Our good news is good news of Christ and what he did for you. Don't let people preach insecurity and begin to what you believe. The Bible says this old fashioned confession. You can't believe just the Son of God and somebody comes and make you feel as if you are not really really saved. Oh, you should really, really wait, make sure you, you watch your step. Oh, you are working on eggshell, Jesus may deny you. It doesn't work like that. They are not making you enjoy salvation. You're supposed to have an embrace and have confidence in Christ. So that when you want to pray, you can come boldly June of grace without insecurity because there's no fear in the love of God. So perhaps there's not anyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, we enter the kingdom of God. But anyone to do the will of the Father in heaven. Verse 22, many will say on that day, Lord, Lord, I've answered this before in a long time, but i be lazy to my heart again. So basically that if you're listening right now, so when people use this place to scare people and then you tell people, well, some people they will do wonders, but they will not go to heaven. That's a lie. If you are born again, if you receive Jesus as a lord and savior jesus comes right now you are going with jesus it's called hope christ in you the hope of your glory you must never allow anybody to rob you of your blessed hope you can't in quotes deny yourself of so many things on earth and then somebody is still robbing you of your blessed assurance hope if jesus is to come anytime if he appears in the sky you'll be caught up in the twinkle light, you'll be exactly like him if you are born again that's why you need to be born again you receive and accept that jesus took your place so that you can take his place so when it comes back because you've been purchased with the price you will be exactly like him you put on a new body an incorruptible body thank you jesus so basically what you said about is very simple i mean this verse is so simple if you don't have religious eyeglass it's very simple Verse when says then i will tell them plainly i never knew you the same set of words jesus is in matthew thirty-five. i don't know you i don't know you means what i don't know you he's not oh my god i don't know you again you use so much makeup i see makeup on your face i've seen you you now use your ring like some people say your with will take people to hell that's that's not scriptural yes i mean as we say it's true that he's not scriptural it's not scriptural whatever works for you, your culture your tradition you can't put some message you preach in some place in Nigeria. you can't put them in some place in canada they will just send you out to the church <laughs> anyway so he didn't say i don't know you again no you have changed he said i never knew you i never do you know what i never means it's never if you never know somebody you don't you never know that person if you know somebody you know that person i don't think jesus can say that concerning you if you're saved today i don't think so but you got this what bible says. bible says they do wonders in any. no 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 listen for a start let me quickly answer this question in five minutes i have a long way to go so anything to tell you guys now verse 21 says it's not everybody you say it. okay past 22 but start that many will say on to me on that day for a start this is not jesus that said they did it in his name these are people saying, Jesus, we did this in your name. So these people thought they did this in the name of Jesus. Not just telling them, you actually did this. No, no, no. Should I tell you something for a start? I, I don't have time. I've preached on this before. I, I'm just trying to compress a one-hour message in five minutes. These people are lying. You know why they are lying? They saying, Jesus, we did this in your name. They're trying to allow, think, or, in quote persuade Jesus to bring them to his side many will say not jesus will say this is what they said what jesus said is i don't know you actually if i know you i know my sheep they hear my voice are you i don't know you you were never my sheep but they said jesus we did this in your name you just said no 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 you didn't do this in my name you know why they call but you they call lord lord you know i've had somebody use this before they said, what they said lord lord should i tell you why they said lord i want to ask a very intelligent question Bible says in verse 22 many will say on that today lord lord stop what day is jesus talking about if you really really know your bible i don't have time to explain so many things but if you know your bible just talking about the millennium when jesus comes back in the beauty of his holiness in his kingship as a judge. when if the fourth time he came he came as a savior this time when he's coming back he's coming as a judge. so he's not coming to save again he's coming to judge. he's a king soon and coming king so on that day every passing on the surface of the earth we call him Lord. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians that God has given him a name that is above every other name like the name of just heaven is about. Every tongue that confess that Jesus is Lord, that's a prophecy. Because we still have some religion today, we still have some people today that don't believe that Jesus is Lord. Guess what? On that day, everybody will call Jesus Lord. Even the greatest nation will call Jesus Lord. All the lords of the earth will bow down to the real Lord because Jesus is the Lord of all lords. On that day, will they call Jesus Lord? Yes, they will. Because he is the Lord of Lords. Right now, God has put, put government in place to rule in different aspects of lives. But when the real Lord comes, every soul on earth will regard to Jesus as Lord. You know how people say Lord Jesus? But you know when it really comes, it will be Lord. <laughs> because Jesus is Lord. So they will say Lord. Not because they are saved. That is what they said. For you to believe otherwise, then you don't really understand what you receive when you say you declare that Jesus is the Son of God. God loves you. When He saved you, He didn't save you partially; He saved you completely, so that I can bring you to Himself. Jesus said in the Book of John, chapter fourteen, He says, "So that where I am, you can come also." And also in the Book of Ephesians, chapter two, that God has raised you in Christ. You are now seated at the right hand of the Father, far above and power. Do you think anything can take you away from the right hand of the Father? You should hold fast your confession. Appreciate what you received. It's costs salvation and eternal life. You should be proud of it. Make people feel bad for not being saved. You shouldn't be the one feeling bad that your your unbeliever friend is. No, no. you had the prayer pressure. Do you know what you carry? So did I explain this? So these people were not saved. They were trying to manipulate Jesus. So Jesus said, I never knew you. If you are saved, I can't say I never knew you. Because God can't lie. It's not matter that you should lie. No, this is not matter that you should repent. I'm answering so many questions. So God is not mad at you, He's not angry with you, He will not cast you away if you are born again. Do you understand? These things are in the Bible. But Yinka, the Bible says, Well, um, 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 how about uh where somebody fall from grace? You know, I you know, when people say things like this, fall from grace, <laughs> you know. The person I ask them. I always say for a start, do you know anybody who has fallen from grace personally, personally, personally? Like personally, maybe around your neighborhood, in your church, blah blah blah. Do you never was falling from grace? God's love for you. If you logicalize it, you can be thinking like a grasshopper. If you understand that you can never comprehend till that we can never fully comprehend the length, the breadth, the depth, depth, and the width of God's love for us. You just wake up in the morning, you'll be glad that you are forever loved by God. You can't allow insecurity to be in your journey with God. He has loved you with an everlasting love. Bible says he will never leave you nor forsake you. Hebrews 13:5. People preach today to scare people. They will say, Well, Holy Spirit can leave you. Ask them, Do you know any past body pattern in your neighborhood? That Holy Spirit has left. It doesn't people just don't let anybody sow fear into your heart. Bible says, Now these three things we mean faith, hope, and love. If anybody's message is not centered around faith to give you hope in Christ, to make you understand how much God loves you, to build your faith, then what are you listening to? Condemnation, fear. Finally, let me show you one. In that Matthew chapter 7, everybody carry it. Bible says in verse 21 again, he said, Nobody, but not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom. Because you just knew some people who call him Lord and, or because they want to psych him. But you just said, but only, I love this part. the only set of people that will, in quotes, enter are those that do the will of the Father. If people use this to scare you, ask them, what is the will of the Father? Because I want to tell you what the Bible calls the will of the Father. Not to waste your time, everybody just fly. No book help helping we've been really helpful. John chapter 6. The book of John chapter 6. Thank you, Jesus. John chapter 6. John chapter 6. Just drop down to John 6, 39. If people don't tell you what the will of the father is, people must time tell you what the will of the father is well. Oh, well, do not do this, do, do be obedient, pay your tithes. That is not the biblical will of the father. All those things are still fruit. Of your obedience, but what the Bible calls the will of the Father for those that really enter the kingdom, John six thirty nine and forty says, and this is the will of Him that sent me. Do you understand the will of the Father? What is the will of the Father? That I shall not lose any of you, or that I shall lose none of you that He has given to me, but to raise you up in the last days. Verse forty specifically now analyze it. The same will of the Father in Matthew chapter seven just says, so my Father's will is that this is the will of the Father, and this is my Father's will. Verse forty everyone who looks to the son and believes in him shall live eternal life and always open up in the last day do you believe in him then do you know what the will of father is the father you believe now you now have eternal life listen Jesus promised you he will raise up in the last days if you have insecurity with that then you have a problem that is not on you this is Jesus making you a promise you see if I make you a promise it's on me you know this is why lovers promise each other it's an integrity they put on their love for each other. So if I tell you I will do this for you, it is independent of you. If you believe Jesus said, He will raise you up in the last days. If you read down later on, just said in the book of that same, John 6, verse 54, Jesus said, Whosoever we'll eat of my flesh and drink of my blood has eternal life, I will raise him up in the last day. Verse 56, Whosoever we'll drinks of my blood that remains in me and I in them. These are strong words of affirmation that believers don't see. And then they get discouraged in their work with God. At times you see believers feel as if God has left them. No, God has always been with you. He has never left you for a second. Your mistakes doesn't define you. Well, you make a mistake. God doesn't see you as a mistake. The book of Song of Solomon chapter 4 verse 7. The Bible says you are altogether beautiful, my darling. There is no flaw in you. God doesn't see you as your mistake. Can you see you the way God sees you? Rather than seeing you the way your situation, your mistakes see you. Don't see you as you see your past. See yourself in the reflection of how God sees you. You are altogether beautiful, my darling. Song of Psalm 4:7. There is no flaw in you. When you begin to see strong words of affirmation from Jesus, it begin to Bible says perfect love casts out every fear. for John 40. Everything I'm saying right now, I begin to take away fear from your heart by unveiling the love of God for you telling you how much God affirms you how God will never let you go if you are born again God loves you so much and he has not saved you into insecurity because your parents they've been with each other for many years it's not because they are perfect there are times they hurt each other they offend each other but they are still together because their love is greater than their mistakes why do you think when it comes to God's love maybe because of your one mistake last week Ten days ago, you think God has loved you less. It doesn't work like that. The love of God is not based on how good you are. It is based on how good God is. It is not on your faithfulness. It is on His faithfulness. God doesn't love you because you are lovely. He loves you because He is love. Can you just embrace the love of God for you today and begin to see yourself the way God sees you? I took time to explain so many things that used to scare people today in church, to give them uncertainty, to give them fear. But the Bible says there is no fear in love. So, if you are scared, I believe strongly that the Word of God, as I unveil the love of God, is beginning to cast out every prayer from your heart. You should appreciate and embrace your salvation. You should never take it for granted. Finally, I have to wrap up. Less than four minutes are you about. So, you say, Well, Ah, God, please don't let us fall from grace. You pray some unnecessary prayer points. i never believe that I pray so many insecurity prayer points than you praise affirmation prayer point believers don't affirm themselves in the love of god rather they pray negative negative prayer god i don't want to miss it why were you thinking in that direction do you know where you are now it's called zion the city of the living god we don't think like that it's like god i don't want to fail why are you feel conscious why can't you say lord thank you because you've given the holy spirit to teach me all things so therefore i know i will succeed because i'm like my father rather you are saying lord you don't want to fail you are saying you don't want to see my you are you, there's a place in your mind that is negative conscious. You don't want to die young. Why are you praying prayer points like that? Why do you think like that? Why are you conscious of die young at the first place? That it now becomes a prayer point that you are praying against. Because the Bible says, with long life, will it satisfy you? You should see yourself the way God sees you. If you don't, if you allow the word of God to not be on your lips, I bet you you'll be thinking like an average unbeliever. Amen. Anyway. So last thing, one last thing, question I want to answer. They say, you God, but there's you say, Lord, please don't let us fall from grace. So, Lord, please help us. I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss heaven. And then they use fall from grace. And then I always ask people, do you really, anybody personally? Because people amplify uncertainty so much, they've never seen anybody that has, in court, even missed it before, that has fallen from grace. So, I want to show you what the Bible calls fall from grace. Not what you think it is. What the Bible says it is. And I'm going to wrap up. Galatians chapter 5, verse 4. Give me KJV. No book. Galatians 5:4. KJV. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm trying to make you understand. If the Bible says in John 3, 16, for God's love of God, it gives only God's son, whosoever believes shall not perish. Believe the Bible for what it says. If you believe just the son of God and just took your place, then why are you scared? Why are you scared unnecessarily? If you keep the book of law in your leaves, why are you scared? Galatians 25 verse 4 says christ is become of no effect unto you whosoever you are justified by the law you are falling from the grace now this is what the bible calls fall from grace not to watch you call from grace what an happy believer calls fall from grace is oh that person used to come to church before he stopped coming to church regularly they say hmm, he has fallen from grace that is your definition that is your own definition your own definition perhaps this is what it means to fall from grace is when christ is no longer of effect in your life when you begin to live your life without acknowledging what jesus did for you when you begin to acknowledge jesus you can't fall from him because you are in grace that's in grace until truth came through jesus when you no longer talk about christ you no longer think jesus you no longer think in his direction you no longer talk about jesus you no longer this is definition bible definition you are no longer christ conscious it will be so sad that you see so many believers they are more self-conscious self-righteousness self-consciousness than Jesus consciousness it's all about Jesus and what he has done for you that's the gospel it is called gospel of Christ of Jesus Good news of Christ you don't want to go to a point where you don't acknowledge Christ anymore in your message or I do I prefer what Jesus has done for people I always tell people jokingly, most of the time people go to you say they say, I have prayed, I have fasted, I'm not getting results. I said, I know this is what I do I They said, What do you mean? I said, You just told me everything you have done. You didn't tell me what Jesus did for you. It's all about Jesus and what he has done for you on the cross. It is by his stripes you are healed. It is in him there is no condemnation. therefore one one. You have to act in Christ. The Bible says, When man be in Christ is a new creature. The moment you remove Christ from everything you do says you are fallen from grace do you understand simple truth? i beg you don't let anybody make you feel insecure about the salvation you received or about anything the word of god says you have anything you don't see in the bible can you try not to believe there are so many words of affirmation in the scripture you have to embrace you don't have to allow yourself to be vulnerable and allow fear to creep in because fear has torment fear has torment and then you go, they say, well, oh, the Bible says, well, do not, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. That somebody, you should grieve the Holy Spirit. What does it mean? You know so many people say so many things that are not even scripture. Should I tell you what the biblical definition of grieving the Holy Spirit means? I don't have time to open it, but go and read it later. Now. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29 and 30. I'm quoting offhand. It says, let no corrupt word come out of your mouth. Should I tell you what it means to grieve the Holy Spirit? Is when you talk without allowing your words to be seasoned with grace. When you give people a, a peace of your mind. You talk to people anyhow <laughs> and your word doesn't edify people then you grieve that's what it means to grieve the Spirit because your words are supposed to be seasoned with grace because like let no corrupt word come out of your mouth later and I said let your words be seasoned with grace so I can bring grace to the air later and I said and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of the Lord it's conjunction and how do we not grieve it is when we begin to make sure our words are seasoned with grace you don't condemn people with your words Rather, you make sure you always encourage people. Be in the ministry of restoration, not condemnation. These are just simple things in the scripture. So everything people used to scare people in the scripture, I think I just dissect everything right now in less than one hour. My point is this. I'm not trying to make you guys, I'm not trying to prove Bible no, but I'm trying to make you understand there's rest in Christianity. If you're not at rest, it's because at some point, you have allowed another gospel to creep in the salvation you received, I bet you if you really, really sit down and study what Jesus did for you, you will enjoy and you will know you are the most blessed person on the surface of the earth. It should bring peace to your heart. I'm going to post one last verse and I'm going to call it today. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 5, verse well. 1. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The Bible says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Every believer today who doesn't have peace, who is not sure that God loves them, who thinks God is angry with them, is because they don't know Isaiah chapter 54 verse 9 and 10. The Bible says God said he will never be angry with you nor rebuke you. God doesn't hate you. He's on your side. He's for you. He's not against you. He loves you the way you are. It is not God that condemns you. It is the enemy, the accuser of the brethren, condemning you. The ministry of the Holy Spirit in your life is positive. It's the spirit of truth to walk you in the path of righteousness. It is the devil that is trying to point you to your weakness to the things you're not doing enough. When it comes to the Holy Spirit, it will bear witness of Jesus in your heart. It will point you to what Jesus has done for you about two thousand years ago. It's never about you. God doesn't see you as you, He sees you as Jesus. Hold fast this confession and you will win in every major areas of your life father we thank you thank you for your love and thank you for making us understand that your love for us is radical we give you all the praise lord i pray for everybody listening right now let these words bear fruit and let these words begin to cast out every fear in their heart let them begin to embrace their christianity and let there be joy abundance of joy peace that surpasses human understanding and let your name be glorified thank you jesus for jesus beautiful name i let god's people say amen thank you so much you spirituality god bless you everybody in the next session don't forget oh blessed that you i'm not taking the next session as well i may continue this in the next session i may not who knows <laughs> but that way i'll catch you guys in the next session it's gonna be 6 a.m winnipeg time and that's gonna be 1 p.m canada time thank you so much everybody god bless you peace everybody peace out peace out If you have been blessed by this message, we invite you to partner with us to send the gospel of God's love to all nations. Send us an email on True Spirituality at gmail.com. You can also follow us on all social media platforms True Spirituality Network on both Facebook and Instagram, T Spirituality on Telegram, and Akimika on YouTube. So, cash up with all our podcasts, search for Akimika on all major platforms, including Spotify audio mark and anchor as you feed on God's love for you allow his love to cast out every fear and remember it's not about you it's all about Jesus